Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Welcome back, everybody, to the Live Lucky Podcast. Um, today, we are kind of doing the third installment that's following up the uh, Be Your Comeback episode. It was kind of an unplanned way of doing things, but that's okay. Here we are. Uh, but I want, you know, as that creating that energy and momentum moving into those seven days of just changing your life in a new direction, um, that's what we want to continue giving you the support for. You know, the last episode, we talked about productivity. In this episode, I'd even mentioned in the last one what I was going to talk about, and, and that is that uh, our energy comes from consumption, and we need energy to be able to get to that new life. And so they kind of go hand in hand. And so today we're going to look at what I meant by that, a little bit deeper than what I said in the last podcast. So if we think about food, just things, something that you consume, right, that is exactly what gives you the energy to get through your day physically, right? And so when we think about how we get energy, think of it just as consumption. Whatever we're consuming... That is the energy that's driving us. And we're going to break that down, okay? So what do we mean by that? The first way, I want to look at the mind. Because whatever you are consuming, your mind uses that as energy for fuel, okay? So as just kind of the overall idea here, we want to create the environment in your mind that allows you to be who you want to be. I'm going to say that again. We want to create the environment in your mind that allows you to be who you want to be. So, I mean, for example, um, a lot of people, clients come to me, and they consume and watch a lot of news, which I don't think it's a far stretch to say that it's very fear-driven, Right? So what does that do to their mind? It creates the environment of fear, okay? Because what we consume is the energy that feeds the environment that we're using, uh, whichever environment we're looking at. So right now we're looking at the mind. So um, I, I want to bring up an experiment here. Dr. Bruce Lipton, and, and this is really interesting because I think it has a lot of ramifications that we can learn from it and take away from it. He um, was a doctor who was working with stem cells, and this is early, early days before anybody had even knew about stem cell research. Um, but in his experiment, he took genetically identical stem cells. No difference. Like, I mean, he had 30,000 stem cells he had grown in a Petri dish, one Petri dish. And so they were all identical cells that came from one parent cell. 
okay, that had multiplied and multiplied over a week. He had like 30,000 of them. What he did is he then took three different um, Petri dishes and put different culture mediums in each one of those. So once he uh, put the culture in different cultures in each one of those petri dishes, he then took 10,000 of these genetically identical stem cells and put them uh, in 10,000 in each of these different petri dishes that had those different cultures. So we're saying gen genetically identical stem cells, but the result was that in the first petri dish, it grew muscle cells. In the second Petri dish, it grew bone cells. And in the third Petri dish, it grew fat cells. So what does this all mean, right? We're saying that the environment that he put those identical stem cells in is what created the outcome of those particular cells. Mind-blowing, right? I mean, think about how that understanding of the environment can create different types of cells. Okay, we're going to come back to this, but I just want you to recognize what we consume creates the energy for the environment in, you know, we're still talking about the mind. So what you consume whether that's news or, you know, you're on social media or books or music, whatever you're consuming is creating the environment in your mind, okay? So if you change the environment, you change the way you think. You change the way you perceive, okay? But that comes by shifting from a fear-based environment to something very different. You know, I always just say love is the opposite end of the pole there. Shoot for that. That's a great one. So that's the first thing. We want to focus on what kind of energy, how are we, what are we consuming that's creating the energy for the environment for my mind. Now let's go to the body, okay? I'm not going to I'm not even going to go into diet and exercise. I mean, you've heard podcasts, and you, there's a million of them out there. I want this to be a little bit different, and I want you to think about someone. I want you to identify someone who has already gone through the path that you are going through right now. What is that finish line that you want to reach? And who is someone who's already reached that finish line? Now, I want you then to think about what do you need to do with your body to match the environment that would be similar to what that person did to get them to the same finish line that you're trying to get to, okay? So, for example, you know, I'm just going to share this. You know, I have been diagnosed with chronic lymphatic leukemia last summer. And so if I am trying to be in a good place with that, we'll just leave it like that, um, what would I need to do to do that? And so I'm looking at other individuals who are, you know, doing well with that diagnosis. 
okay? And so I'm going to mimic and create the environment. So I am looking at food and diet, and I'm looking at exercise, and I'm looking at a big part of this is stress level and some other things that we're going to hit on too. But I want you to answer that question for yourself, okay? It's okay to look at somebody else and see what's working for them, right? We don't have to always pave the new road. And the truth is you're going to see what works for them, and then you're going to adjust it to what works for you, okay? But it's a really good question to drive yourself with. And then third, this is, so we talked about the mind, we've talked about the body, and obviously the next one is going to be the spirit, you know, and um, to me what that means is we want to create an environment of peace in the spirit, okay? How do we do that? Well, these these are not any mind-blowing things, but oftentimes they don't actually get prioritized in our day. Silence and solitude, meditation, prayer, contemplation, right? This environment that we're creating to create an environment of peace in our spirit, we have to consume silence and solitude and reflection, contemplation. We have to give ourselves time to not just consume everything in our mind and our bodies, but we also have to be able to reflect on those experiences and help us to understand ourselves better. But we can't do that if we don't take time for it. We can't have peace if we're not creating the environment for peace in our spirit. And like I said, some of the most common ways of doing that, silence and solitude, meditation, prayer, contemplation, basically reflecting on are you continuing to be who you want to be? And if not, what needs to shift? Okay? So the next thing here is um, where we get our energy is also from relationships. There are relationships that can enhance your journey towards who you want to be and trying to shift into that new uh, creating that energy and momentum towards that new thing that you're trying to do, there's relationships that will enhance that. There's relationships that will distract you from it. And then you could even say there's relationships that will actually block you and kind of zero out the energy you're trying to create. You know, you're, you're kind of being pulled in the opposite direction. You know? And so... Um, this could be come across in multiple different ways, right? But I would start with who are the people closest to you? Are they enhancing, distracting, or even pulling the opposite direction of where you're trying to go? Okay? And that doesn't mean we just have to cut these people out of our lives. That's not what that's about. But start with a conversation, you know? Always a good place to start. Um, but another thing that can really create a lot of energy in that relationship aspect is getting into a group or creating a group that is moving towards a common goal. Okay, the more uh, people that are in the group with that same kind of um, vision for the future, that creates more energy and momentum as well. 
Okay. So um, the last thing in terms of we've talked about, you know, energizing and getting getting energy and creating environments, you know, within our mind and body and spirit relationships. I'm going to add one more in here because I think um, sometimes we don't think of this as energizing, but research supports this. So I'm just going to put this out there. And that is time in nature. When we're just in the concrete world all the time or in the, you know, just in our homes and businesses and not spending any time in nature, um, you're missing out on a great energy source. You know, the sun is such a powerful energy source to just, I, mean, I don't know if you feel the same way, but when I get into the sun, Man, it does energize me. I mean, I just feel so good just even spending 15 minutes a day in the sun, you know, getting that vitamin D and just, I don't know. It also, I think, is partly I'm relaxing for those 15 minutes a day. So it's just allowing my body to just completely come to peace while I'm just getting charged up in the sun. Spending time with trees you know, I, I, and again, I'm sharing my experience here. You guys can take away what you want from this. But, you know, I walk with, in, in the woods every day, sometimes twice a day. And I know for me, it's such just very grounding. It's really helpful in terms of just being in nature with the trees. You know, rivers and lakes is another way. I mean, uh, I know people who literally will swim in rivers all year long, even when it's really cold, because the energy they kind of get that charges them up. And then also clean air. It's so funny because like, you know, when I lived in Ohio and then Washington, and then we moved to North Carolina, um, it it is strange, but being around all the trees here in the mountains, like you can almost tell a difference how clean the air is, uh, which is also just really cool when we're in the city all the time and not getting that just pure oxygen that's being created by those trees um, it it does make a difference so nature is another way that we can also get energy now so we've talked about the different ways we consume which gives us the energy that helps us to either go towards who we want to be or away from it um, but there's also energy drainers, and I'm just going to say the very number one energy drainer is, drumroll, stress. I mean, there there is no more draining experience of than when we're stressed out all the time. I know that I've talked about this before, but chronic stress leads to chronic illness. Because there's a reason for that. What is the environment you're creating in your body? How is that affecting your mind? How is that affecting your body, your spirit? Not only that, your relationships. Right? When you are creating that environment of stress in your body and not managing it well, it influences literally every aspect of your being as a human. Don't take this lightly. okay? If you are struggling with being stressed out all the time, why wait? Why wait to try to work on that? Okay? This might say you, you can either feed into that chronic illness and continue to be chronically stressed, 
or you can feed into a different future and work on how to get that stress out of your body and deal with things in a different way. Yes, there's different ways to do this, guys. You don't have to live this way. Um, the second energy drainer. <laughs> I know this might come across as a weird one for some people, but sympathy, okay? There's a big difference between empathy and sympathy. Sympathy is emotionally draining. If you find yourself just pouring out and, and just having a really hard time with the emotional centers, this is something you definitely want to address because it's sucking your energy out and it's taking you away from who you want to be and putting that energy towards something of who you do want to be. And then the last one is just plain giving attention to things that aren't really don't really matter. They're taking you away from your goals and away from who you want to be. You know, this is kind of where prioritizing can come in. Okay? So, how is this any different than all the other people discussing changing your life? Well, hopefully you found some things in here that maybe you've not heard before or maybe they're hitting on, bringing up things that are giving you new ideas. Okay? But really underlying all of this, you're focused on the journey and creating a new, new you from the inside out. We're not expecting the environment to change our inside. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, I think we need to also say, you know, well, how is this podcast different from the Live Lucky Therapy, you know, that, that uh, I created? And the biggest thing about that is structure. You know, there's a certain structure and path. It's kind of like the idea of, of going that journey up the mountain. You know, I'm kind of plopping you down in different spots on the podcast, all over the mountain, where the Live Lucky Therapy is the guided path all the way up, okay? It's not like it, it makes it a whole lot easier. But um, so anyway, uh, how does recognizing you know, energy consumption help you to lead lucky? Well, it helps you to, to recognize, first of all, that you're in control of your internal environment. And as the leader, you create the environment for the team. Okay, so think about that. You know, the environment you create, just like the internal environment within you, that's the environment that the team is either going to thrive or not in. Okay, just something really important to consider there. So, in closing here today, guys, what is one thing you're really going to take away from this episode today? Whether it's how do you want to consume differently, or maybe it's just really focusing on those different energy drainers and, and how to... Uh, work with those to, to allow you to be who you want to be. So, and what are you going to do this week about that? Okay, this is, like we said, the third episode in just trying to be your comeback. Take this as something that you, will help drive you forward. Just allow it. Use it as that excuse to just try again. Move forward into something different. It is possible, and it is possible for you, for you, okay? But living lucky is not living alone. Get connected, 
Okay, get connected with other people trying to do the same thing. You know, whether that's, you know, creating a group for yourself, doing it with your family, a church group, an organizational group, or get in the Live Lucky Therapy group. Okay, but don't just do nothing. Allow this energy and momentum to move you forward. Okay, connect with other like-minded people with ha- that have the same outcome you will your future will your future self will thank you all right guys i'm so proud of you you're doing great keep moving forward here and i appreciate you being with me today and we will look forward to discussing more about living lucky next time all right guys have a great day 